Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 553. Today we're talking about deleted scenes in The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And let's talk at a high level first about deleted scenes, shall we? One thing that I have un... I've been unable to get a firm answer on at this point, which is kind of shocking, all things considered, is whether deleted scenes are, in fact, canon in the new canon, (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it. Now, the way it used to be before April of 2015, 14, 15, 2014, excuse me, April of 2014, is that any deleted scene from a movie was considered G-level canon, as in George Lucas-approved canon, as long as it was not in direct conflict with anything that was actually published in the official movie, as it were. Now, though, there hasn't really been a definitive statement on deleted scenes and whether they are in fact canon or non-canon. It's not out there anywhere. However, one thing that seems to be apparent as I've been looking at the Force Awakens script, yeah, the actual script, and also I haven't done it yet, but I plan to very soon read the Force Awakens novelization, but some of the deleted scenes apparently are reflected in the Force Awakens novelization and in the Force Awakens script that was sent out for consideration for the Writers Guild of America. And considering how policy has changed since April of 2014 and how everything that's being published is being reviewed by the story group, then for all intents and purposes, anything in the novelization and anything in the script should essentially be canon. And therefore, if it's a deleted scene that was produced but it's reflected in the script, then that is essentially canon. That means this is part of what we know about the Star Wars universe. Now, as part of the PR junket for The Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams was interviewed by Collider. Odd that we're bringing up Collider for the second time this week. But he said that there are about a dozen full scenes, and some of them are shorter than others, of course, so maybe it's not, you know, a full scene doesn't have to be three, five minutes or anything like that. But there are about a dozen full scenes that did not make it into the final cut of The Force Awakens, and that there are between 10 and 20 minutes of deleted scenes footage that will be potentially added to the DVD release when it comes out in April. And there's a great article at Slash Film which talks about deleted scenes from The Force Awakens. I believe it details 20 of them, if I'm not wholly mistaken. Uh, Yeah, 20 scenes that were not in the final cut of the film. And we all know that there's a lot missing. I mean, there are lines of dialogue that we heard in the commercials and in the trailers and whatnot that never made it into the film. I'm talking about like Maz Kanata going, I see your eyes. I know your eyes. You know, like that sort of thing. And the actual iconic scene of Kylo Ren igniting his lightsaber that we saw in that first teaser trailer, yeah, not there. So <laughs> there are scenes that just ended up on the cutting room floor as part of the the process of getting the final cut of the movie down from somewhere between 
two and a half hours to two hours and 40 minutes all the way down to the 216 that we got to see and enjoy over and over again. One of them that was cut was a snow speeder chase, which I got to say, this is the thing that I'm personally most interested in seeing because of all the snow scenes that I just tremendously love from The Empire Strikes Back. But, you know, when you think about it, how did Ray and... Finn and Han and Chewie get from the one part of the Starkiller base installation where they were able to get Captain Phasma and disable the shields all the way over to the thermal oscillator part of the installation where they had to, you know, blow everything up, basically. Well, you did see briefly a shot of Ray and Finn arriving in a snowspeeder. There's a snowspeeder parked outside of the thing. And it turns out their snowspeeder journey was not without peril, and it's detailed in the novelization, or at least there's a segment, um, a snippet, if you will, from the novelization that's included with this article in the deleted scenes. There's also a shot of snowtroopers rummaging around the Millennium Falcon, which is pretty cool. And that might relate to one of the scenes that we saw in the Vanity Fair photo shoot of Kylo Ren unmasked walking around with snowtroopers because apparently he is on the Millennium Falcon at some point as well as it's laying abandoned and crashed in the snow while Chewie and Ray and Finn and Han are out on the mission that they are trying to achieve. Don't know if this is happening before or after Han Solo has met his untimely demise at the hands of Kylo Ren, but... The implication seems to be that it's before it happened. And there's a lot more to the article that we will link to at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. But one thing that doesn't tie in or isn't really supported by the novelizations thing is the bit about how Han knew that Finn wasn't telling the truth about being with the Resistance. And that was because Han recognized Finn's boots as being Stormtrooper boots. And that's how he clued in. But we'll have to wait for the DVD to see all of these deleted scenes. And if you are concerned that there might be a later special edition released that reintegrates these scenes, there was an interview with J.J. Abrams by the Associated Press where he said, I'm not a huge fan of director's cuts and modifications to a movie. I feel the movie that comes out is the movie that should be the intended final product. So... Yeah, there's a big difference between Lucas and Abrams right there, and I think it's one that longtime fans will definitely be very, very happy about. All right, time for your trivia question. BBA, hold on! Last time we asked you about Finn getting to the crashed TIE fighter and what he thought was the only thing left of Poe from the crash, and that was his jacket. Today's question, in the flashback scene where we see Rey as a little girl, who is she in the custody of as she watches the spaceship fly away? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.